Hello, and welcome to another teaching from 119 Ministries. Our ministry believes that the whole Bible is still true and applicable to our lives. If you would like to know more on what we believe and teach, please visit us at testeverything.net. We hope you enjoy studying and testing the following teaching. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Is Jesus, His Hebrew name being Yeshua, the living Word, mentioned in John 1 and the Law? Some like to argue that while Yeshua is definitely the Logos, the Word, He is not the Nomos or the law, the Torah. Let's take a few minutes to examine this and see what we find. First, let's define our terms logos and namas. The Mount's Greek Dictionary defines logos as it's commonly understood, to mean literal words spoken, speech, an announcement, or even a divine message from God. Logos is what's used in John 1 when it says, and the word became flesh. This, of course, is referring to Messiah. So we know that Yeshua is the logos, So if Logos is a literal word spoken, what is Namas? According to the Mount's Greek Dictionary, Namas refers to law, commonly the Mosaic Law, Old Testament Scripture, or a rule of life or conduct. This seems to be a clear distinction for us. Yeshua is the spoken word, but not the Torah. Yet, is that as far as we should look? Should we stop at the surface? We don't believe so. In the spirit of testing everything, let's go deeper. Would you say we have properly defined the terms? I wouldn't. In order to properly define these Greek words spoken by Hebrew people in a Hebrew culture to a Hebrew people, we must first link them to the Hebrew language. You know, the one in which the concepts were originally founded. Remember, up until we get to the New Testament, the Word of God was all there was. It was all spoken by the Father. This includes the Torah, as the Creator spoke them to Moses for Him to write down. Now back to the study. The Hebrew equivalent of the Greek word logos is commonly accepted as being dabar. They both mean the spoken word or speech. Let's look at a few examples of the use of the Hebrew word dabar. Deuteronomy 32:46. He said to them, Take to heart all the words, dabar, by which I am warning you today, and that you may command them to your children, that they may be careful to do all the words, dabar, of this law. Numbers 11:23, And Yahweh said to Moses, Is Yahweh's hand shortened? Now you shall see whether my word, Debar, will come true for you or not. Micah 4:2, And many nations shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of Yahweh, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, and that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, and the word, Debar, of Yahweh from Jerusalem. Did you notice how whenever Yahweh spoke, the word Debar was used? The Greek Septuagint uses the word Logos in those same places. So we now have the spoken word of God being defined as Logos. Jumping into the New Testament, we have the word Logos used in John 1 referring to the word of God and the word becoming flesh. Essentially, we have Yeshua being called the Logos of God. Based on what we just saw in the Hebrew, we could also say that Yeshua is the Debar of God, right? Yes. 
Yet still, we have not clearly and definitively seen how Logos, or even Debar, can be equated to the Torah, the law of God. Or have we? As previously mentioned, the law of God was first spoken by God. It is his Torah, his instruction. With that fact alone, we have the link between Logos, Debar, and the Torah. There is a second way we can look at this as well. There's a funny thing about laws, or the nomos in the Greek. Laws, 100% of the time, are made from words. True, not all laws have to be uttered, but then remember the definition of logos. It can include the written word as well. On top of that, the word nomos is commonly used in Septuagint to refer to the Torah, or even the entire Old Testament. Guess what we find throughout the entire Old Testament? Yahweh speaking. We can now go even one step further. Philo, an early Jewish philosopher, did use the word namas. He used it to mean God's full self-revelation, not as some separation from the Word of God. Back as early as the second century, and possibly even further back than that, the entire Old Testament was thought of as logos. They didn't have the division in the same way that we see things. The Hebrew culture had the Tanakh, or the Old Testament, so deeply ingrained into them that there was no separation. The Logos was the Old Testament. It was the rules of life. There was no separation for the early believers between the Old Testament and the personification of the Messiah. In fact, Yeshua was looked at as being the embodiment of the Torah. The Old Testament was the divine authority. The early believers even considered themselves as simply being very good Jews. We can now say that Yeshua is both the Logos and the Nomos of the Creator based upon what we've seen in the past few minutes. The Namos is part of the Logos. They are not mutually exclusive, nor were they viewed as such even in the second century. Yeshua is the Word, the whole Word, not just part of it. We hope that this teaching has blessed you. And remember, continue to test everything. Shalom. For years, we've been told that Sunday is now the accepted day of the Lord. Ministers, pastors, teachers, all saying the same thing. But what if they were wrong? How can the fourth commandment be disregarded by millions every week? What scriptures are used for their defenses? If the word of God truly stands forever, how can man's word dictate otherwise? What authorizes any man, church, or denomination to alter the Word of God? If the Sabbath was given to man, why should one ever think that God would take it away? Are you ready to confront your faith? Are you willing to let traditions fall? Learn what has been covered by centuries of man-made doctrines. Discover the truth as revealed in the scriptures of how the Sabbath is the sign between the Father and those who pursue after His ways. The Sabbath Day from 119 Ministries. It is because of you, our generous supporters, who make it possible to offer these high-quality teachings completely free of charge. If you feel led to support 119 Ministries so that we can continue this effort, please visit testeverything.net and click on the Support 119 tab. Learn how you can partner with us to take the whole Word of God to the nations.